Hello around everybody, it's time for the Tales by Toe podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Tales by Toe podcast. How are we all doing? I hope you're doing well and looking after yourself. The weeks are moving, the months are moving. I cannot believe we are at the end of July, isn't that crazy? Um, 2020 has been something else. 2020 has been interesting. It's been tough. It's been challenging. It's had its ups, it's had its downs. But, you know, we still have a whole other half of the year to go. So let's just hope that there is more positivity, more great things coming out. And whatever you've been through this year so far, I really hope that you have exciting things coming your way. Whatever you're going through now, just take a day at a time and push through it. Um, push yourself to keep going. I think the, the worst thing we can do in this season from what I've learned is just being stagnant. Um, and even when you do have those bad days and you just want to be still, you just want to sleep like I've been lately, um, that's okay too. Don't be so hard on yourself, but you have to keep moving. Now, my last podcast, I sort of hinted to some upcoming things that are going on that I'm really excited about, but I can't quite tell you just yet, but I'm, I'm going to build up to it. So I'm starting this series, Adulting 101, just as a way to kind of lead up to um, my crazy milestone, but also just like that's really reflecting where my life is right now. I feel like everything is adulting central and sometimes I don't feel like I'm an adult and then the things happening in my life I'm like wow this is like grown-up stuff I have to be quite responsible and I think sometimes people have this misconception that if you're married you're you know you are quote-unquote responsible maybe but I'm just like mm, no I don't feel like that <laughs> I don't feel like that at all I just feel like the same old me I just happen to have a permanent bay by my side. So yeah, this is one of those things. But in, in starting this adulting series, um, and just as an FYI, for those, you know, who are very curious, the announcement or the exciting things coming up are it's not what you expect it will be. So it's got nothing to do with anything cute, anything small, anything that requires a hospital visit. Get my drift? Okay. Right, we're on the same page. So, adulting, where do we begin? I mean, it's a lot, right? I feel like adulting was a little bit of a trap, if I'm if I'm honest with you. Like, I couldn't wait to get older, have my own house, and like live in my own space. And but no one tells you about the bills. No one tells you about taxes, insurance, you know, all that stuff that no one's that interested in. And I think one of the main things I've learned or, you know, I feel like is important to share that most people don't think about as much as they should and we're not really taught about in school is just to get your finances in order. Oh my goodness. Finances and just even like your general self just have get your affairs in order. It's so important to have a clear idea of what is going on in your life. Um, 
when it comes to a paper trail and it might be something that you're not necessarily thinking about now or something that you feel like, oh, when I'm, you know, when I'm starting a business, then I'll think about it. When I am um, getting married, then I'll think about it. Or when I, you know, I think a lot of people wait to be getting to something to start thinking about getting their affairs in order. And as you all know, I started this podcast when I was planning, you know, doing wedding planning and kind of sorting out where um, my life was going. And in wedding planning, I spoke to you guys about saving your coin and, you know, researching and doing all of those things. But a lot of those principles are useful in just general life and whatever it is you are investing yourself in. Um, And I'm just like looking back at how... I was in terms of my finances as I was younger, I didn't really think about it a lot. I just, I never paid too much attention to money, not because I had loads of it, but because I just wasn't responsible. I wasn't responsible with what I had. I had such a bad, um, I just, I've, ne- I've always said, you know, I used to, I don't say it anymore, but I used to say I'm, I'm not good with money. That was kind of how I would describe myself and say, oh, I'm a person who's not good with money. But as I've kind of grown and evolved and reading more books and trying to understand final financial literacy, you start to realize how much um, describing yourself in that kind of way can in turn make you bad with money right so I kind of stopped doing that I don't necessarily say I'm excellent with money but I've definitely got a better handle and like a point in case is just when I was younger I remember being when I started my first job and um I literally just used to like I feel like I used to just burn money like I don't know what I used to spend money on I was probably the wealthiest at that point when I started my first job, because I didn't have that many responsibilities, but I had no idea where my money was going. I, you know, I could get to the end of the month and have like 30 pounds in my account, maybe like a week before payday. And then think, oh, do you know, I'm going to order Domino's and not go small, like be like, I'll get everything and spend 29 pounds. So now I have one pound, one pound left for the rest of the week why because I'd be like ah nothing's gonna happen like I just wasn't that bothered and at one point I used to always have my um have my work like my salary would come into the same account that my bills are paid and that same account was the one I would spend money on right but the issue was because I had no real idea of where my finances were of like just budgeting, I just didn't do it, which meant that when I got paid, I'd be so excited, go shopping, spend money, and then like start thinking, oh, I don't have enough money for my phone bill, I don't have enough money for this. It was so ridiculous, and it took me ages to kind of start getting better. But it is one of those things that I just don't think anyone teaches you about financial management at school. And if you're if you've also grown up in a house where you don't really talk about money, not everyone gets to learn how to cope. When I went to university, it probably got a little bit worse because you were getting, you know, I used to get um, allowance and get the, you know, what was it called? Student loan. So you're getting paid at the start of the term and that's the money that you have for three months. 
And it was big sums of money. So you'd be like, right, I'm swimming in it. I'm all good. But you're not really thinking, actually, let me budget. This money has to last me the, you know, for the next three months. So I remember my first term at uni, I had no money to pay for the coach ticket to go back home for Christmas. And my mum was livid. What do you mean you've got no money? You got money three months ago from your loan. And that was probably the first time I started thinking, oh, okay maybe I should start being a bit better. And it took me years. It took me a long time. Even when I, like I said, I started my my first job after uni. And I mean, I graduated seven years ago. And of the seven years, probably the last five, have I started really being a bit more careful and a bit more conscious about my money. So this is kind of why I'm starting with this episode, because I just think it is really important to get your affairs in order. If you're not good with money, if you are good with money, if you're whatever your situation is, I just think it's so important to kind of crack down and make sure you know, know where your finances are, just point blank and period. That's where you should start. Just know where your affairs are. Um, and in this world of getting things on credit and you can afford anything, it's very, very easy to fall into a trap of kind of splurging and treating yourself and getting a credit card and buying things that you don't really have the money to to afford, but you've got these little leeways that make you believe you can afford it. Um, luckily for me, I never had a credit card until, when did I get my first credit card? Maybe three years ago. Um, and I was always really scared to get credit card because I thought it was like a bad thing. Credit cards are terrible. They're going to get you in debt. That was my perception of them. So I never had one. Um, and this is another thing. No one tells you that it is really beneficial to have a credit card because then it shows how dependable you are with money. And you're like, oh, I had no idea that was a thing. So, you know, I think it's important to get yourself in a position of understanding um, how to make yourself financially responsible in whatever your finances are, whatever, you know, whatever you, your income, however you get your income, whether you're a student, whether you're a graduate, whether you're working, whether you're an entrepreneur, you need to have your finances in order. And I think, you know, I come from the perspective of a full-time employed getting a salary and an entrepreneur. So I, we do our own taxes. We've got to, you know, keep receipts and being in a household where I share my finances with somebody else. So imagine if I wasn't able to be accountable for my finances on or have my affairs in order is does it doesn't just affect me it affects the people that I work with and my business it affects my husband you know you have to think about it in all these kind of ways and as we already know a lot of my you know my main focus is always about relationships this is kind of how I share my experiences and I think when you're dating and when you're starting to wedding plan and, and if that's the direction you're going in, a lot of couples don't talk about finances for a really long time. It's like, it's such a, oh, maybe it's too sensitive. I shouldn't find out this. I shouldn't ask this. And I think that's cute for a little bit. But if you are planning to build a future with someone, 
how like you don't know what their situation is financially and once you're attached to them legally like if you got married their finances have a reflection on your finances so whatever you want to do going forward will have an impact on each other so you you have to have that conversation my first thing is for you as an individual get your affairs in order understand your finances understand the things that you can and cannot afford and you know i've already said that initially when i started working and getting an income i used to get paid into one place spend in one place be in debt in one place and actually that was one of the main reasons why i couldn't i didn't have a good cash flow because money was going in and out all the time and i had no idea what was happening but now um and through like education and through exp- shared experiences with other people it's so so important to have different pots of money different bank accounts different cards so i have um you know i have one bank account that i'm paid into and my bills come out of and then i have one bank account which is my spending money i have one bank account which is my savings money another bank account which me and my husband share you know it's all divvied up which means if, when i go out and i go spending i'm using one card that doesn't have a knock on effect on everything else and for me that's that's so crucial because i'm like i already said i knew that my weaknesses weren't you know my weaknesses were the fact that i wasn't that good with money so having a clear okay this means this this means that just made life so much easier and then having a paper trail of knowing where where your files are you know there's people that that have admin files like on lock like they've got their bank statements they've got the you know the registration letter from this they've got whatever it is have a filing system with just basic stuff don't keep everything whether you file on google drive or whether you like to file traditionally and have paperwork whatever your thing is i think it's so important to make sure your house is in order because at some point it might be way way off in the future it might be tomorrow it might be next week someone's going to come knocking on your door whether you want a loan or you want to get a car, you want to buy a house, you want to get a credit card and they're going to ask you about some of these things and you're going to be like, "Oh, I don't really know." So, it's good to have your affairs in order. And it's good to do it for yourself as an individual and then it's beneficial when you get into a relationship. I will do a relationship finances and how we kind of do our finances at some point and I might get my husband on and we can kind of talk through that because I think also a lot of couples couples do finances in so so many different ways you know what works in my household might not work in your household maybe what's happening in your household isn't working and you want advice on how you could do it better do it differently uh perspective all of that I think it's so important and for me I do share a lot of that with with my own friends or like my sisters and how they do things with their husbands not so much has like a cut and paste but to understand how best you figure out in our house when we were doing our marriage counseling um before our wedding we did this um it's called marriage by design i think so it was like a day dvd you kind of watched through the whole thing and did the course in a day and it's got like different questions and finances is one of the things that came up um 
and is one of the main reasons for divorce, apparently. So it's it's so crucial to iron out and iron out quickly. For my husband and I, we spoke about finances pretty much in the first six months of our relationship. Um, and we started a spreadsheet together. So, you know, I knew how much he earned by the penny. He knew how much I earned by the penny. And it wasn't because we were... Um, it wasn't because we're materialistic or it wasn't, but because we knew we were building something from the very beginning, we knew that we were building something. And I think that's why it's so important to have your affairs in order, whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship or not, because you're, you should be having some sort of an idea of what you want to do with your future and nothing is free. So you can't just wake up one day and say, you know what, I, I really want to buy a house or I really want to buy a brand new car. Can you afford it? How do you know you can afford it? Maybe you can afford it today, but if you had that same car for two years, do you think your trajectory allows you to afford it as well? And those are the kind of things you have to start thinking about. So, uh, you know, I'm really um, stuck on this idea of getting your affairs in order because I wish, I really wish some of the things that I do now when it comes to my finances and when it comes to you know, my, my house. And, and I mean, my house as an individual, I wish I had started doing those things so much earlier. I have, I have friends now who are so good with their finances who started when they were kids because they kind of grew up in that kind of household and how they view money and their relationship with money is completely different to the way I do it because I've learned a little bit later. So had I, you know, started at 16 thinking about it where I always wonder, oh, I wonder where I would be in life now. Not that I'm in a bad place, but I'm like, girl, we could have been so much further. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's things like that. I think it's so, it's so good to be aware of where you stand financially, where, what's coming in, what's going out and start with simple things. If, if it's not natural to you, start with simple exercises to get you into that kind of rhythm um, and to get you conscious of things. So like I said about the dominoes thing, that's how I would have spent money easily, you know, going back six years ago. Whereas now if I get to 30 pounds and there's a week left before payday and I want a pizza night, I'll, you know, I'll go down to Sainsbury's, get, get the most expensive pizza that they have, which might be like seven, five, seven pounds, um, get some chicken wings, cook those myself, and that's probably like eight pounds spent. So I still have 22 pounds for the rest of the week. Whereas me in the past would have been like, well, whatever, who cares? So, and it does come with maturity. It does come with the fact that I have, you know, insurances to pay or, um, council tax and things like that. So I'm aware that I can't be frivolous with money. I can't just throw money down the drain because I have responsibilities. I have things to pay for, but I wish I had learned some of those things and some of those practices before I had those responsibilities because it would have been easier. And it would have meant that some of the things that I pay for now, let's say for a credit card or um, a loan, or if you've got a loan on a car, if I had started earlier, some of the interest rates or some of the fees I pay now might have been a bit less because they've seen that I'm quite good with money. So I just urge you to get your house in order, get your affairs in order early. 
And if you want some tips, like proper practical broken down tips, we can get into that as well. Let me know in the comments, you know, drop me a DM, whatever, and you can, we can have a little chat. But yeah, this is the first of the Adulting 101 series. I'm going to keep kind of going. Finances is the underlying um, topic because to be honest, cash is king and that's all I think about these days because we're trying to trying to break the bank out here, you know, collect all the coin, save all the coin, just build a life that is, is your own, build a life of choice. That has been one of the biggest things for me is to build a life of choice. I want to be able to choose what I do for myself and my household because I can, not because my money has told me that's what I can do. So yeah, that's what I've, that's what's been on, on my mind lately. Um, and kind of just the season that I'm in and in this sort of reflection that I've been doing all throughout this year, throughout this lockdown, which I'm probably not coming out of, by the way, I'm going to be home forever. (laughs) You know, those are the kind of things that I'm thinking about. So yeah, let me know what you think. How are you with your affairs? Are your affairs in order? Is this something that you think you need to work on? Is that something that you need have tips on? Have you been reading books that help you? Um, I would say a book I would recommend if, if you're in that kind of space of thinking about finances, it would definitely be rich dad, poor dad. And the funny thing about this, I'll finish with this. The funny thing about this book is it's not a new book. It's been around for years and I had, I knew so many people reading it, but when you're not in the right mindset of wanting to be, um, of wanting to think about things like that, the book just did not seem appealing to me. Had I listened to the people reading this book 10 years ago, where would I be now, right? But anyway, that's not the point. The point is I started, I'm here. I will be leaps and bounds of of somewhere um, in the future. But if I don't start today, I will still be behind later. So here we are. We're doing it, guys. So yeah, look out for the next episode and we will get through this adulting together. We're going to talk finances, careers. Um, I don't know. I'll have a think of what those for me at the moment are like the two that are always, always going on in my head, finances and careers. And I suppose you can't get one without the other. Um, Small business owners, we need to talk about these kind of things. So yeah, I will speak to you soon. Bye, guys.